today on the God Pod. And when you think about Satan, what did Satan, you know, when we think of you, what did you do? You know, you, uh, so many cool things. You're the eternal rebel and you oppose arbitrary authority and you, you know, you defend personal sovereignty in the face of this God motherfucker. So hell yeah. Wow. Did you just call me this God motherfucker? I think that, Ooh, I think that's a first, yeah. I think that's a first for the God Pod. Personally, back in the day, I was having some PR and branding issues, and people thought me as kind of like a monster. And then I had to get, like, this new spokesperson. Oh, you mean yourself? Rebranded? No, yeah. yeah. Right, right. My son. Myself. Thinking about spooky uh, religious symbolism and public property, I mean, what's creepier than the cross? I mean, that's a Roman torture and execution implement. The second one, the struggle for justice, is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. This is so much better than don't sleep with your neighbor, I gotta say. <laughs> this is so much better than please don't make fun of me. Hello and welcome to The God Pod. I'm God. Thank you so much for joining me on the show once again. Let's jump right into it. As the almighty creator, I have been revered and worshipped by millions of people for centuries. But today, I want to hear from those who have been labeled as satanic and are fighting for their right to express their beliefs freely. The satanic temple has been at the forefront of the battle for religious freedom, challenging oppressive laws and policies that seek to limit individual liberty. While some may associate Satanism with negativity and evil, the Satanic Temple is a beacon of hope and progress, advocating for the separation of church and state and promoting equal rights for all. Through their activism and legal battles, they have challenged oppressive laws and policies, championed reproductive rights, and stood up for marginalized communities. Join us as we explore the inspiring and important work of the Satanic Temple and the impact it's making in society today. But before we get to that, I want to remind you that if you want to support the show, head to patreon.com slash godpod. For just five bucks a month, you get every episode of this show ad-free and a bunch of other goodies. And you'll be supporting me in this show, and I thank you for doing so. And you can also join our free Discord. Links in the description of this and every episode. Let's meet my co-host for the day, the Dark Lord himself, Satan. <laughs> well, yes, it's me. Hello. <laughs> Satan is here to party. Wow. I heard I have some cool ass people following me that are here. I'm. Um, I'm excited to grill their asses, really see if they believe in me or not, you know? This is amazing, Satan. <laughs> yeah, just... they thought this was going to be a puff piece. No, <laughs> I'm coming for their throats. All right, well, without any further ado, let's meet our esteemed guests. These are representatives from the Satanic Temple. It's Dex and Chalice. Hello. 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 Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having us. You're Chalice, right? Yep. And what is your role at the Satanic Temple? The unholy cunt of no. Um, I, uh, but for these purposes, uh, I am a media relations specialist and a minister of Satan. And I, I also am a member of the Ordination Council, which oversees our ministry. Wow. Oh, 
Wow. So right. uh, you seem like a Satanist, but we're going to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> Everything you said really came across extremely Satanic with a punk rock attitude. <laughs> and that's what I look for. But uh, <laughs> get ready, Shalise. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how I do. Yeah. And also with us today is Dex. Hello. Hey, Dex, what's up? How you doing? Oh, you know, living the dream. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. What do you do? So in the Satanic Temple, I actually have quite pretty much overlapping roles with Shalice. We're both uh, media relations specialists. I'm also on the ordination council with her, and I'm a minister of Satan. Uh, I'm also a uh, media director for SatanCon, uh, which is coming up in Whoa. April. And Shalice is director of programming for SatanCon, if, the, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I keep forgetting about that because I just want it to be over. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nothing more Satanist than not wanting to go to public events, really. Yep. <laughs> than hating crowds. Yeah, I've got to live up to the expectations. Hating your own event. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, nothing more Satanist than having to set up cars. Okay, you guys are doing pretty good so far. They mentioned SatanCon. I imagine that's taking a lot of your time these days, right? Yeah, yeah. It usually takes about uh, an entire year to put together. Um, so we've been working on this since, uh, you know, um, after the first SatanCon uh, that was in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Um, yeah, so uh, we're um, it's it's taking place April 28th to the 30th in Boston, Massachusetts. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of work has gone into getting this thing together. Oh, I see. So this isn't the first one. No, no. And this one is super special because it's uh, the 10 year anniversary of TST's existence. So it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's huge. And I also knew that I go every year, but I wear a Tom Cruise mask. So I thought that's who I saw. Yeah. 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 It's kind of a dead giveaway because the horns stick out through it. But I just say I'm a furry. I'm a Tom Cruise furry. Well, you wouldn't have been the only one there with horns either. So you kind of blend in with the crowd. Yeah, exactly. And I knew that because I've been. Um <laughs> I love it so much, but for the people who don't know what SatanCon is, do you guys want to explain it for them? Sure. Uh, basically, SatanCon um, is our annual in-person gathering where Satanists from all around the world, uh, whether they're TST members or supporters or just people who are interested in seeing what we do, can gather and uh, learn from each other. There are seminars. There's a marketplace. We have speakers. Uh, there's a couple of after-hours events that are basically you know, parties or a concert in one case. That's pretty much the gist of it. If you've ever been to any other con, it's pretty much the same premise. There's a concert? Who's going to play? The concert is being, uh, the main performance is Satanic Planet, which is a um, band that stars our co-founder Lucian Greaves, as well as Justin Pearson from Swing Kids, and uh, was it someone from Slayer? Who the hell was that? Tom Lombardo. Yeah, Lombardo. Unfortunately, he won't be there. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's going to be the rest of the band. And then uh, Madeline Hatter, who was a contestant on uh, Dragula, was going to be the one opening the show. So we're opening it with some uh, amazing devilish drag, and then Satanic Planet. That's going to be great. I see. I see. Yeah. I thought the band might be like Lincoln Park, or something like that. Or what's that one everyone hates that played Trump's inauguration? Anyway. Oh, trapped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that's wow. pretty cool. God's a little nervous in the in the Satanhood. Uh, he's getting a little nervous. <laughs> I'm outnumbered. What do you want? I got three. I got Satan himself and two Satanists. Yeah, yeah this is I, the first time. I, I'm I'm definitely nervous. It's a good thing that this is being done over Zoom. <sighs> I'm still safe here in heaven. Just keep reminding myself of that. Okay, just ask for a courtesy spit. We'll be fine. <laughs> a courtesy what? 
courtesy spit part of our church oh i see okay yes uh i knew that because yeah i'm i know oh, Dude, actually come I, on. I don't know i don't know much about the the temple of satan i just want to say that right away and i'm i'm assuming a lot of people don't know the specifics you know they just think like oh that must mean they worship satan all the time and can we just get that that's the first like assumption that's wrong right you don't worship the devil do you correct wait yeah. correct you do or correct you don't yes no correct we don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. sorry satan we uh we we don't worship you uh or no, think I get it. A real or a literal deity let me let me ask you this then do you find this depiction of satan offensive no no okay thank god thank god <laughs> i'm the king of darkness but the last thing i want to be is offensive <laughs> what if you did what if the answer was yes actually yeah yes be... can you can satan leave i would turn off my video <laughs> no i get it why would satanists ever worship satan it doesn't line up our attitude <laughs> a real satanist all they worship is bringing down big government and that's what i love <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, they're too cool to even worship me. Now you know how it feels, Satan. Now you know how it feels. Okay, so what is the mission of the Satanic Temple? The Satanic Temple is it's a church for non-theistic Satanists who live in accordance with the seven tenets, which is the, the basically seven maxims that kind of form the central core of our, our moral compass, I guess you'd say. And uh, people ask, well, where does Satan come in? Well, Satan's the central metaphor around which everything else is built. And uh, you know, people think, oh, spooky Satan, you know, it's the Satan from Hollywood and stuff. But it's not. It's the Satan you find in literary works of people like Anatole France or John Milton. That's kind of like, you know, a Promethean hero, the bringer of light and knowledge and a rebellion and rebellion against arbitrary authority. Uh, so in a nutshell, that's kind of and, and the Satan Temple is a church for folks like us. Yo, bro, he just called you a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was going to be a slam interview on them, but it's a slam interview on me. <laughs> <laughs> Why I do you think I was so excited? I haven't been called a John Milton looking ass for years. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of that idea. This uh, is great. They're tearing you to shreds. No, this is good. This is good. I love anarchy regardless. So can you explode, explain the role of individual autonomy and personal freedom in the beliefs of the Satanic Temple? <laughs> Did you guys like wow. how I just... Let me think of a question really quick. Hmm. How about <laughs> this? Can you guys explain the role of individual autonomy and personal freedom in the beliefs of the Satanic Temple? Um, I would say those are some of the mo more paramount uh, beliefs of, of the Satanic Temple. We have um, we have tenets relating to, you know, one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. And uh, it tends to get utilized a lot when it comes to anything that we do. When we talk about not only our personal beliefs and, and how we utilize that in our everyday lives, but when it comes to some of the more publicly known things that we do, especially when it comes to religious reproductive rights or even, um, you know, our stance against hitting children, um, you know, uh, individual, you know, individualism and autonomy are, are paramount to that. And I think that's kind of the core. Wait, of just to be clear, what's your stance on hitting children again? Don't do it. You're against it. 
Okay, yes. just wanted to get Huge. that clear. We have a campaign called the Protect Children Project, and it's uh, centered on uh, kids not being subjected to corporal punishment in schools. Wow. It's amazing that this even needs to be said, but there's lots of places in the USA and around the world where that's totally accepted, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. And legal. This is crazy because, like, even though you guys say you don't believe in me, our ideals are lining up. I'm just saying, maybe give me a chance. Yeah, well, I mean, when we say Satan is a symbol, I mean, we we utilize the, you know, when you think about Satan, what did Satan, you know, when we think of you, what did you do? You know, you uh, so you many are, cool things. You are you the can eternal tell me, rebel, right? You're the eternal yeah. rebel and you oppose arbitrary authority and, you, you know, you defend personal sovereignty in the face of this God motherfuckers. So when yeah. we take wow. that. Wow. <laughs> Hell yeah. Wow, did you just call me this god Ooh, motherfucker? I think that yeah. I think that's a first. I think that's a first for the god pod. <laughs> this god motherfucker. It's but so I, nice. You know people you know keep what? coming on like God, I love you. I love you. It's nice to get some people that are like, nah, man. I'm not hating it. I I kind of like it. <laughs> I am this god motherfucker. I'm the danger. Okay, go on. That's right. So um, as we embrace, uh, so as we embrace Satan, the heretic, um, everything about what the actions and what that represents, we utilize that as the symbol for all the things that we do and all the things we believe. Yeah, I find that pretty punk rock, pretty, pretty Satanist, if you will. I thought that was pretty dope. The U.S. government just officially recognized you guys as a religion. In 2019, is that real? Did that happen? Yeah, sure did. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. We are uh, we were granted uh, recognition by the IRS as a church in 2019, which was a big step. I mean, it's it's not hard to become a religious not for profit, but it is extraordinarily hard to get recognized by the IRS as a church. So that was that was the uh, you know the product of lots and lots and lots of work. I got the I got an article right here that talks about it, proving that this did in fact happen, which is still I got to say still mind blowing to me. Because the only other group that I ever heard become officially recognized as a religion in the USA in modern times was like Scientology. Is that right? Yeah. I I was going to ask you guys if you guys did the same thing and blackmailed all their IRS agents. (laughs) Oh, we we do not have the resources for that. Yeah, we just just did a whole bunch of hexes. Yeah, I love that. Love a good class. Which hex did you do? The give me recognition for being a legitimate religious uh, uh, individual, motherfucker. That's the one. Yeah, I love the that law- one. The lawyer hex. It was the lawyer hex. Uh, okay. It was uh, no. It was it was many many years of having to compile and demonstrate all the ways in which we are building community and the way in which our religious practice is is very much a legitimate uh, thing for us. So uh, yeah, it, it took us years, mm. years. And then amazing. And then in 2020, we had. Uh, we were recognized by a federal uh, circuit court judge as being legitimate again. So that was important to us because we, it was in a case we lost, actually. Uh, we were trying to do an invocation in the city of Scottsdale, Arizona, and we lost in a technicality. Huge satanic place, right? Well, we turned it into one in 2022. That was serious. Scottsdale, super satanic, <laughs> right? Satan? Hell yeah, I love Scottsdale. <laughs> <laughs> a strip mall center baby i love it how'd you guys lose that one on a technicality uh, i think the person who applied to do the invocation wasn't physically from scottsdale or something like that it was something really lame 
There were a couple of factors that went into it, but essentially the, the case was technically lost uh, due to the, um, the, the lawyers representing Scottsdale uh, successfully being able to say the, uh, the clerk, the county clerk that had you know, dealt with all that had, um, they, we could, they couldn't prove that, that discrimination happened, even though we could have proved that discrimination happened. Um, and they also quoted community ties. You know, how does how does TST or how does Satanists have community ties to Scottsdale, which is something they made up after the fact, after they denied us. Um, so we uh, we decided, oh, okay, well, if this is going to be the basis of which we're constantly going to have to, um, you know, justify ourselves when it comes to being a part of public life, then I guess we'll just have to. To do that. So SatanCon definitely demonstrated with all the hundreds of people that uh, showed up, especially locals, uh, that yes, we do in fact have community ties. Wow. Wow. So that you had it in Scottsdale then. How many active lawsuits do you guys have at one point? Um, Freaking got them. Got them. <laughs> I know, I'm just trying to count. I'm just trying to count in my head. We have uh, lots. A lot of the yeah, so there's there's one there's one with uh, Boston. Uh, we have uh, a few um, in Texas, uh, one in Idaho, um, and those are relating to religious reproductive rights. Uh, the one in Boston has to do with invocation um, and also a flag. Um, Isn't there the Missouri one? Is that still going on? Uh, Missouri one is on hold. I think that one was going to eventually go before the Supreme Court. Actually, yeah. Wow, what is that one about? On the Arkansas so too. Uh, so the Missouri, the Missouri one, uh, there was a in Bell Plains, Missouri, there's a Veterans Memorial Park. And we had put in to have a monument of our own erected there to honor uh, veterans. And uh, first they said yes. And then they said no. And then they changed all the rules about how you could put things in their park or made it in a non-public, something like that. They based one of those many things where it was OK until we showed up and then suddenly everything had to be done differently. Uh, so they made right. a retroactive like, oh, you can't because. You know, kind Which of is basically the, the, the essence of all of this. It's like playing a board game with a child who makes the rules, and then when you start to win, they're like, change the rules at the yeah. last second, or any kind of game, really. And it's like, no, you can't change the rules of the game as mm -hmm. you go along, but that's happening uh, with adults in the United States. And regarding your First Amendment rights instead of the results of a board game. <laughs> yep, 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 pretty important. Yep. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. Let me ask you this, though. Was the statue of this Baphomet fellow, was it the, it's always the same statue that I see, like, you're trying to put up in state houses and stuff, and it's a demon, right? Well, it's it's Baphomet, and Baphomet is a uh, is a, I, a an icon that has been associated with Satanism for an absolute Satanism. icon for sure. Yes, it's an icon. <laughs> <laughs> Baphomet, so iconic, has been uh, associated with Satanism since the creation of religious Satanism in the 1960s with the founding of uh, the Church of Satan by Anton Lavey. So, um, right. yeah. Yeah, so um, our our Baphomet um, differs a little bit from the original illustration by um, um, Eliphas Levy. Um, in the original illustration, you'll you'll see that you know there there's the there's the you know the goat head and the you know as above so below uh, the caduceus. Um, but there to represent the male female, there's the female breasts. But um, because we knew in building this statue that. Um, 
you know, we didn't want anybody to be like, well, you can't display this anywhere because of decency laws or anything like that. We decided to go with something, you know, uh, uh, you know, more, more the more publicly acceptable male chest, which I think is, is bullshit, but whatever. Um, so to represent that reconciliation of opposites, we do have the two children that, you know, uh, represent both, but, um, yeah, so the, the Baphomet statue is one that, you know, it's, it's very iconic. It's usually when people think of TST, it's the first thing that they think of, uh, that was uh, that was created to um, you know sit aside you know Ten Commandment statues on on public property, right? So it was first uh, offered to Oklahoma that had a Ten Commandment statue on the state capitol grounds. And instead of allowing for plurality for, you know, um, you know, various religious viewpoints to be represented, they took their Ten Commandments statue down, which we consider to be a success. It's like, you know, either, you know, when it comes to you know, public representation, either you represent, you know, you know, when it comes to especially all okay or none of it's okay. everybody or nobody. So um, mm -hmm. having that taken down was considered a success. Um, but then we also but now we've offered it to Arkansas. Um, and uh, actually, that's another lawsuit that's currently happening, happening, um, because they, uh, yeah, they're, they're trying to block us at every, uh, um, at every measure. Um, so anyway, that's that's pending. Um, but yeah, we you know uh, have that offered. So right now, uh, Baphomet is just um, hanging out in the uh, the headquarters that we have in Salem, Massachusetts, at the at the art gallery, Salem Art Gallery. But can I ask wow. a dumb question from a media relations standpoint? Have you ever thought about maybe using a different statue that isn't quite so scary and terrifying? Yeah, it's a beautiful work of art. Yeah, it's great. No, it's great. I, 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 hey, don't, don't, don't get me. God, I hate to say this, but what a stupid ass question. We're gonna move no, on. No, 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 <laughs> don't get me, don't be, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. We all love Baphomet here, okay? I'm just saying, you know, like personally, back in the day, I was having some PR and branding issues, and people thought me as kind of like a monster because of all those things that I did. <clears throat> and then I had to get like this new spokesperson who was super lovable to, you know, really gain traction. Oh, you mean yourself? Rebranded? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. My son, myself. Mm -hmm. Me, myself, and Jesus. Thinking about spooky uh, religious symbolism and public property, I mean, what's creepier than the cross? I mean, that's a Roman torture and execution implement, <laughs> and we see that fucking thing every place. Yes, yes, no, exactly. But you got to give it to it; it's kind of subtle. Really. It's kind of subtle, except for except except for when they actually have Jesus there, all muscled up and toned and ripped and yeah. bleeding inside the church. They inside the church, they give you the real deal. Yeah, he's hot. You know, but outside, it's usually it's usually just the 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 T shape. Yeah, makes you think, right? Not really. Anyway, how'd you guys <laughs> how'd you guys get into the Satanic Temple? What was your path into this? This is a how did you find me, if you will? Oh, I've known I've known you my whole life. I just didn't know what to call myself. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I I've been aware of Satanism, uh, you know, since I was a teenager. I read the Satanic Bible, the Satanic Witch, was very aware of uh, the Church of Satan. Uh, at a very young age, I just you know didn't want to join it because uh, you know the Church of Satan is very uh, different from you know outside of the similarities of philosophy. There's just a lot of difference, and just wasn't the place for me. But the Satanic Temple, I first was made aware of them when, you know, there's the, the Baphomet statue, the, the rally for Rick Scott, um, as well as the Pink Mass. And uh, so, you know, I, I was very interested in the things that TST was doing. 
publicly, um, but I came into Satanism, um, you know, embracing embracing that identity, that religious identity, when um, the Satanic Temple represented a uh, an evolution of Satanic thought. You know, prior to that, if you called yourself a Satanist, most likely you were, uh, you know, somebody that uh, identified because of, you know, they belonged to the Church of Satan or, or other various Satanic groups. And, you know, it was pretty much defined in a certain way, and you had to practice it and contextualize Satanism in a very specific way. But with the Satanic Temple, um, there's a lot of things about the things I didn't like about how Satanism was represented in practice, kind of got rid of all of that and was just a natural evolution in Satanic thought and being able to utilize other, other aspects of what Satan could represent that spoke way more to me as, as a person. So, um, you know, with the seven tenants and, and being inspired by things that weren't just, you know, might is right and rand. Um, so that's how I came into it. So that was, um, I, I became an official member in 2014. And so I've, I've, I've been a member ever since then. And, uh, throughout the years I've had various, I've done various things throughout the organization. So, yeah. Did you grow up in a religious household or a pretty open-minded household? Um, yeah, I, I, I grew up in Utah. So even though I wasn't, wow. I was raised very generically Christian. I wasn't, I, I wasn't raised religiously Mormon, but I was raised culturally Mormon. So, mm. um, but it's completely unescapable when you live in Utah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I denounced my Christianity at a very young age. I believe I was like 11, 11 or 12 when I, when I uh, considered myself an atheist, but, uh, wow. yeah, it's, yeah. When you know, you know. When you know, you know. When you know that you hate me, you know. <laughs> you just weren't doing it for me. Yeah. I would like to, you know, all I'm saying is a nice bunny statue would go a long way, okay? All right. All uh, right. Can we hear about what the seven tenets are? Yeah, let's get to the seven tenets, and then I want to hear Dex's backstory, because Dex looks like he's got some secrets. All right, so what are the seven tenets? So did you just want, like, basically to know exactly what they are, or like a summary of them? I, I, I know them. them. I know them, but maybe God wants to hear them. Oh, oh sure. Yeah, I don't know any of them, and I just want the, the explain it to me as if I was an idiot, which I am. So it's it's seven principles that we uh, interpret holistically and on an individual basis. So you're supposed to look at them all and have them all inform each other and not like, I'm going to do the first tenet today, but I'm in a bad mood today, so I'm going to do the fourth one. It's always supposed to be all of them working together. But we right. don't, the temple doesn't tell you how to interpret them. That's up to the individual Satanists. But here's basically how they read. The first one, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. That's one. Fuck, that's good. Right? The second one, the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Holy fuck, why did I think of that? Yeah, this is better. I'm do this for this all is of so them. much better than don't sleep with your neighbor, I gotta say. <laughs> this is so much better than... Please don't make fun of me. Our third one is one's, bo one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. So that's sort of like the basis of like our, you know, uh, protect children project and our repro rights and things like that. Because if you think about it, if you don't have rights over your own body, then what the fuck are all the other rights for? Like, why bother to have rights at all if you can't control your own body? Anyway, uh, fourth one, uh, the freedom of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. To willfully and unjustfully encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. Uh, people sometimes Whoa. think that means that we have a tenant that says you have the freedom to offend, but it doesn't say that at all. It's kind of like it's kind of like people who read the Second Amendment and they only see the part about you know I can have guns and they miss the whole part about well-regulated militias. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, fifth one, uh, beliefs should conform to our best understanding, scientific understanding of the world. One should never take care to distort. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. So the, let me ask you this. Do you believe that the, I mean, the, the earth is flat or round? Round. Damn right. Damn, another hard hitting question. Nice job, God. <laughs> <laughs> we got two more of them. Oh, you know. Hit them. Hit us with these two tenants. All right. People, six one, people are fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. That's really good. That's really good because it's like far reaching. Yeah. And it's it's sort of like rather than you have to forgive people, it's like you should make amends and try to fix the harm you've caused to others, you know, as opposed to just, oh, please forgive me. And then our yeah. last one, every tenet is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility and in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written and spoken word. That's our tenets. Wow. Those are really good. It kind of makes me feel like my old Ten Commandments were are complete dog shit by comparison. Yeah. You need an update. Way to go. Way to go with using this number seven. I mean, if I wasn't going to use ten, I totally would have used seven because that's that's really a good number, you know. All I'm saying is I'm jealous and the Ten Commandments need a total rewrite now. Dex, how did you get into uh, the Satanic Temple? Uh, so I came from uh, I came from a Jewish background and somewhere along the way, I started to lose my faith. And, you know, when you lose faith that you've had for a long time, part of what goes with that is not just the beliefs, but also the support systems, the community and things like that. So, you know, you find yourself um, kind of feeling quite adrift sometimes. And so I experimented and kind of, you know, tried on different religions to see if one of them kind of spoke to me and you know, started drifting through various types of paganism and stuff. And I thought they were pretty cool, but I ultimately decided I didn't really believe any of those was, you know, real either. Um, uh, and so I, I find myself drawn to Satanism as a religion that didn't require a belief in the supernatural. Uh, like with Shalice, I couldn't find a satanic home for quite a while because the Church of Satan didn't speak to my uh, my values. Uh, they They hold some substantial values uh, different different values than the satanic temple has um but then when the satanic temple came along and i became aware of them started following their campaigns it was right after uh it was july 2015 and they just held this event that's now called the unveiling where it was in detroit it was a big party and it was where they first unveiled the baphomet statue uh for the world to see uh, it was right after that that I joined. Uh, I helped to found the chapter now, now called Congregation here in Albany and served on a whole bunch of different leadership and bureaucratic positions since then. So I've been involved since 2015. So that's like a geological age in Satanic Temple years because, I mean, we just hit 10 years now. Woo! That congrats. And you're already recognized as an official religion. Congrats. With that, you don't have to pay taxes, right? Us individually or the Satanic Temple? I mean, the Satanic Temple itself. Like, you don't have to pay any taxes when you become an official religion, right? Oh, uh, I mean, churches don't pay federal tax, I believe is the case. I don't actually know much about the tax law when it comes to how churches are taxed. Yeah, that's that's a part of the, that's the part that I just, I just, I can't wrap my head around and I just don't. That, that, that's for other people to worry about. Yep, yeah, we let other people worry about that. <laughs> smart, smart media relations answer. I, I'm going to assume then that uh, hopefully that they don't have to pay the same amount of taxes like all religions. Hey, and, you don't assume anything about them. All right. They then, speak for and themselves. Then, and then, and, well, hopefully they're on the next thing you know, they're going to have like a billion dollars. 
because you know that's how you that's how you make a lot of money is you don't well, have to pay taxes. Uh, that that works that works funny. if you that's like that's really fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we don't how, how the hell did Scientology do it? Oh, they got all those celebrities. That's how. Well, they they do tithing and we don't. Yeah, we don't do tithing. We don't have membership fees. Congregations oh, don't have to pay the organization wow. to exist. So yeah. there's literally no mandated bottom up money. Oh, right, because it's not run like a cult, which Scientology is, right? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So no money, no tithing. How do you make money? Uh, basically no. selling T-shirts or the kindness of strangers who donate to us. Oh. And people and people volunteer their time. Yep. Oh, wow. You guys really are like a traveling rock band selling T-shirts hoping people donate food i love it so it's, it's not far off honestly yep. <laughs> i don't even mention so here's a mm, i'm just thinking out loud here maybe i can come up with a fun question mm. oh how does the satanic temple advocate for social justice and political activism well um anything we advocate for is informed by our tenets and uh you know things that you know speak to us as individuals as well so you know like we said um, when it comes to the tenants, um, you know, how people interpret that is, you know, really based on their own morality and based off of their own experiences and who they are as, as individuals. So somebody could take, you know, a tenant like one should strive to act with compassion and empathy towards all creatures in accordance with reason. A lot of people interpret that as, you know, uh, interpret that to be, you know, we should all be vegan because, you know, empathy and compassion towards creatures. And other people will not interpret it that way at all. So um, it, it's up to the individual to, you know, utilize the tenants and interpret it and apply it, you know, in their lives, you know, to their to their definition and to their, you know, how it applies to them. But generally speaking, there are things in which we can all uh, all agree on as Satanists, um, you know, especially when it comes to advocating for our rights to our own bodily autonomy and when it comes to advocating for our rights as religious people and in our participation in, in the public Fear. So when it comes to us being able to give religious invocations for city council meetings, um, that right has been extended to other religious people and we should not be discriminated against, you know, just based solely on who we are. You know, we don't have a harmful message. We are not, you know, offering anything that is, is harmful or anything like that. You know, we speak to very positive um, empowering, um, empowering things. And, you know, we should not be denied simply because of who we are. And then when it comes to things with bodily autonomy, whether we're talking about reproductive rights or when it comes to uh, our children not being subjected to corporal punishment, um, again, you know, that is informed by our deeply held religious beliefs. And, um, you know, that's how any, anything we do in the world when it comes to our advocacy is informed by those beliefs. Um, but it's really important to understand that, you know, this is coming from a religious group of religious Satanists. Um, we are not activists. We are religious Satanists. And the things that we do in the world are a reflection of those beliefs. Um, and we are just taking uh, a, we are taking action in those beliefs and we are standing firm in protecting those beliefs um, and in our rights as such. It's very important because some people might say, oh, this is just an activist group. This isn't really a religion. They're just using this as a way to, you know, go after America's laws freedom of religion that are being exploited by the right wing and it's very important to make clear no that this is a religion and we're just pursuing our 
our goals, right? Well, I mean, we're certainly more digestible when people think of us as just an activist group. Um, but, you know, one thing that has been made very clear to us, especially recently, and, I, and this has been kind of on my mind recently because we just uh, we just opened our Sam Alito's mom's abortion clinic. Which, by the way, can we just take a moment and say bravo? Thank you. It was a lot of, it was a lot of hard work by a lot of people. We'll be right back after these messages. You opened up an online abortion clinic named after uh, Supreme Court Justices Samuel Alito's mother. Yep. Made quite a few headlines. Yeah, if only she had the right to uh, reproductive rights, uh, you know, when Sam Alito was around, maybe maybe things would be different. (laughs) Um, But no, we uh, so one of the things that has become very clear to us over the years and has been especially made known to us uh, with this particular initiative is that when we are seen merely as spicy activists, basically, um, you know, activists in in Blackcraft call, you know, um, we are so much more accepted and we are seen as just, you know, people, you know, give us the, the wink and the nudge saying, you know, oh, yeah, we're in on the joke. Like, oh, yeah, you're you're Satanists and, you know, blah, blah. Um, you know, if, if we're if we're a joke or if we're merely activists that are utilizing uh, privileges and rights, you know, meant to benefit the Christian right. Um, you know, as a as a very clever way to, uh, you know, show the hypocrisy and, and challenge those things, then we're, we're, we're much more digestible. People are more willing to, you know, see us and, and uh, you know, support us. But um, what's been made very clear through our own actions and through our own, you know, just like, you know, years and years of effort saying, no, we are religious Satanists. This is who we are. This is why we are doing the things we're doing. All of a sudden, we're not so fun anymore, and we are not as accepted. Now, as, you're, now uh, you're a scary religion. Now, now we're now we're scary, and it, it's it's been uh, made very clear to us, especially when it comes to religious reproductive rights, because um, you know once we announced this clinic, or once uh, you know with the overturn of Roe v. Wade, um, our religious rights to our bodily autonomy is all we have left anymore. You know, it, I mean, it's just been it's just been this domino effect of law after law after law of, um, you know, now that Roe v. Wade isn't, doesn't exist anymore, every state is coming out with more legislation to uh, control people's bodies. Um, and so uh, when it comes to the years and years and years that it's taken to make religious rights the more important right that anyone has over anything else, and, you know, we're just like, well, now that everything else is out the window, our religious our religious rights are all we have left, and we have that so squarely in our corner. Um, people don't think it's funny anymore, and they um, yeah they they don't see us in the same light. You know, we're no longer supported. We're no longer clever. It's like oh, oh, they're actually serious and real. But we're also not the only religion that From has people that are like anti-religion. Typically, yeah, right? yeah. I mean, anyone who's anti-religion, but um, you know, From people uh, you think would support you, yeah. And yeah. then they're like, "Oh, you're serious about this." I would just say, "I'm no lawyer, but from a legal standpoint, you must, you do, you have to, you know, it has to be real. You can't say, oh, no, we're just doing this.' Da, da, da. Yeah, considering everything we've gone through the last ten years, if we weren't sincere, if this wasn't real for yeah. us, I mean, we would have. Yeah, I mean, this this wouldn't given up a long time ago. Yeah, we gave right. up a long time ago. Yeah, Shalise, tell them yeah. about the visitor you had that time. Which one was it? Angel Gabriel, the one that came to cause harm. 
Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. So to kind of demonstrate how real this is, um, you know, uh, way back in the day when uh, I was running the after school Satan club program, uh, I had opened one of the clubs in, in Utah. You know, I was one of three that was able to get one open when we first announced it back in 2016, I, I believe that was. I think so. And, um, you know, uh, this this absolute fear of of, um, you know, people coming in and teaching Satanism to kids, which we don't, um, you know, people are so driven by their fear of us. And this is like really real. I mean, it became really real for me personally when this happened was uh, I had a family member who was very upset about me being a Satanist. So they decided to dox me online, put my real name, my address, everything like that on there. And somebody who was convinced that I was going into schools and teaching Satanism to kids, I uh, showed up at my house uh, with a nine millimeter and he was there to kill me. Like he, oh very yeah, it was. So um, when it comes to the seriousness of what we do and what this means for us, I mean, it just like, you know, our, our headquarters have been arson. We get bomb threats. Um, other people's uh, livelihoods have been, you know, put on the line uh, because of, you know, who they are and in their association with us. And of course, I've I've been. Um, it's uh, not funny. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah. not fun. It's the right thing to do. You know, I mean, I, I'm here because I'm I am honestly from my my, my uh, read on this is like you couldn't your hearts couldn't be more in the right place. Mm -hmm. And you're you're doing these things. You're not. You know, you're trying to walk the path. You're not asking for money and out for money. And and yet you're being persecuted and treated as if you were so evil. And if you actually read the tenets, how could anyone disagree with any of this? Y'all are pretty close to uh, converting God here. Keep going. Yeah. Well, and then and then like you're just getting persecuted. And then and then it's all because of this iconography of Satan. And the historical, like, you know, demonization of all of this stuff that people just lose their minds. They lose their minds and they think they can, you know, they, they don't know anything about what it's really about. And so it's it's a sad state of affairs when you see people doing their best to actually fought, live their truth, make the world a better place, just getting absolutely persecuted. And at the same time. Christians are over here acting like they're the ones being persecuted all the time when that's couldn't be further from the truth. Well, if you think your religious liberty means you have the uh, the the authority to tell everyone else how to live every aspect of their life and someone says no, you can't tell me how to live, right. th that's that's persecution to some of them. Right. Wow. Okay, well, here's a fun question. What's the most satanic thing you guys think you've ever done? And it doesn't have to be, you know, Church of Satan. Like, I want satanic temple. Like, you know, what's the most satanic thing you've ever done? What does satanic even mean? I mean, if I've learned anything, the satanic temple, man, you guys define that by yourself. <laughs> what's the most satanic thing we've ever done, like personally? Yeah, sure. I don't know. Uh, not living up to the expectations put upon me as a as a woman. Hell yeah, that is <laughs> freaking satanic. Yeah, I, I mean, in in the wake of this Roe v. Wade decision, I got to be honest, the actions of the Satanic Temple have been truly inspiring. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody else is just sitting back and going, oh, somebody else is going to have to fix that or vote, you know, just, well, well you got to get out and vote next time. And that's easy to say, but 
you know, you're on the ground fighting legal battles that will go to the Supreme Court to challenge all of this. And that's, it, it's great job. Thank you. Just gonna say, good job. And it's interesting because we, we get attacked all the time by people saying, well, you, what, you've, what you're trying has never been done before, you know, so therefore it's bad. And we're like, That's bullshit. and they say things like, oh, you got to try the strategies that have worked. What strategies have worked? They fucking lost. Everything's going the wrong way. There is no winning strategy. So, yeah, what we're doing might be new, but maybe that's the thing that'll make it work. I think the thing that I find so infuriating is the fact that you're you literally the laws of freedom of religion and freedom from religion are what were used to, you know, overturn Roe v. Wade or referenced by Alito, I'm sh if I recall correctly. And it's used all the time to get them, you know, benefits and rulings. But they're like, oh, that doesn't apply to you. That, uh, sure, you have a, a fully recognized religion, but that, no, 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 that doesn't apply to you. How the fuck are they justifying this shit when they they care so much about the uh, the Constitution, right, and the Second Amendment, but the freedom of religion one, that one that one is totally open to interpretation that they decide. And we're not and we're not the only ones that they're deciding whether or not we are legitimate enough. There was a Jewish group in Florida, right. which I can't remember which court they were in front of, uh, where the judge overseeing the case was trying to tell the Jewish plaintiffs that they weren't Jewish enough because they weren't of the ultra-Orthodox community, which represents like, I don't know, a small, tiny percent of the world's and overall Jewish population. Because, and the reason this was important is because in Judaism, abortion is not only allowed, but in some cases it's right. mandatory. So if you're telling Jewish people you can't have abortions under whatever circumstances, it's not just Satanists. We're not the only ones that believe that that's a religious right. And so we're seeing the same kind of tactics that were used have been used against us now being used against like, you know, more liberal and reform leaning Jewish groups as well. So it's it's starting to turn into the courts will decide if you are a real religion and will decide if you are religious enough to be, you know, protected by the First Amendment. Yeah. What the fuck is up with these courts and these judges that they typically, you know, cared about precedent and things like words of the Constitution? And now they just are making it up as they go along. Do you, do you have any faith that like this reason will prevail and that, you know, precedents and laws that they say they believe in like freedom of religion are going to win in the end or not with this Supreme court, right? I don't know if we'll see that in our lifetime, but I'm, I'm also a complete pessimist. Um, it's 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 hard to tell because everything is going so badly so quickly um yeah. now that now now that we have a activist supreme court now that we have people in positions of authority that are running rampant with their own um agendas and the things that are motivating them mostly their their um absolute crazy religious uh ideology that is um uh that is translating into ways in which they are oppressing other people further um and they're getting away with it um it's 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 hard to say whether or not logic and reason is going to prevail i mean i hope it does i mean that's that's what we're trying to accomplish and uh, you know that's what motivates us 
Um, whether or not we see that actually have a positive effect, I mean, it's it's I I, I don't know. I it, it's hard to say at this point just because of how everything. You know what I think would win the battle against them, and mm. this is going to sound cynical as fuck, but it's money. Like it always comes they, down to that. It really yeah, does, right? It's money, right? Like you can just bribe Congress to do whatever the fuck you want. Like if I had a penny for every time a Republican tweeted out thoughts and prayers. I could have enough money to bribe Congress to pass gun control, right? Like you, maybe, maybe you know, at some point, you know, we should do like uh, a GoFundMe save the country type of thing. What a bribe great Congress! Go, still give GoFundMe twenty five percent of the, of the <laughs> save the country money. Great idea. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's a you can't. There's no way to win unless you start collecting money. And then using em, employing the unbelievable power of money in to exert power. It's cynical, but it's true. I mean, I don't think it's far uh, too far off, um, but it's it's definitely going to have to be other other groups working uh, together. Uh, just because, um, yeah, people still don't like you know publicly associating with Satanists. Uh, bizarre, I know, um, but uh, you know it's it's it. It's definitely not going to be just us. It's going to have to be all of us together fighting against the same force. There are so much more of us than there are of them. Um, they may be more, you know, they may have more money. They may be in their positions and, and abusing those positions. But one of the things that is really important is that we all need to band together, uh, you know, against these against these forces and, and enforce their hands or at the very least, you know, maybe get them out of office. Uh, you know, yeah. vote them out or, or however or however else. But, you know, if you organize together, if you have the majority organizing together to, you know, to fight the minority oppressor, that's going to go a lot, a long way. Um, but, you know, that requires effort. That requires people taking risk. That requires a lot more than just sitting around and waiting for other people to do the work and, uh, you know, and uh, sitting behind a computer screen thinking that's the thing that's going to make the change. Oh, damn it. That was like my whole strategy. Yeah, well, um, but what you know, we do have you here today, so we're helping out a little bit, right? But like, what can we here at the God Pod do to help you? I feel like I feel like I'm talking to like the leaders of the rebellion against like this Christian nationalist empire, and it's like they're just they have absolutely no scruple, they have, do not give a fuck what they do, whether it be raising money or bribing politicians while proclaiming. Whilst proclaiming to be these super religious and awesome good people, you know, it's like, it's like the complete opposite of, of what you're doing. You know, they, everybody thinks, oh, they're good because they're religious and Jesus. And meanwhile, behind the scenes, they're being super evil. And everyone thinks like, oh, they're evil because Satan. And then you're like doing all the good things. Isn't that I ironic? Don't you think? kind of par for the course of history don't you think <laughs> yeah yeah history history is written by the winners mm -hmm. in, in my experience pretty much anybody sitting around spending a lot of time trying to tell the world how moral they are are usually the ones who have a lot of sneaky shit going on huge pieces of shit huge mm -hmm. pieces of shit speaking of joel osteen i've never gotten any money from him at all that doesn't that doesn't surprise me yeah, yeah shocker yeah <laughs> <laughs> wasn't he the one that locked everybody out of his church when there was a big storm that one time isn't like, that like, the most yeah like, yeah, that like get the fuck off viral. my ark 
Well, I think there was a huge uh, outpouring online, and then eventually they did open the doors because he's a smart one. You know, you got to say, there's a lot of really dumb fucks, Greg Locke, and they're getting arrested and telling people to, like, not get vaccinated. He's just, like, he's in it for the money, which is, like, it's hard to, you know, you can hate him, but it's hard to, like, arrest someone for that. Unless you don't pay your taxes. Or Unless you, you don't pay your like taxes. Like the Mormon church just discovered. Oh, the Mormon church got in trouble? Tell us more about that. I- um, la- yeah, last I heard, this was in the news uh, a couple weeks ago, but uh, yeah, they're going after the Mormon church because there's a lot of uh, money that they put into like shell companies and other, and other stuff and they're not they're paying their dues. There's a lot of hidden money that was discovered. So yeah, they're, they're in hot water. Which is crazy because they've already got like billions. Like how much yeah. do you need? More. More, right? Always it's a, more. It's a sickness. Hey, if I was interested in joining the Satanic Temple, how would I check you guys out? Just go to uh, the satanictemple.com and somewhere along that top ribbon uh, is a button for probably either membership or join or get involved, something along those lines. That brings you to a form. You fill that out. You hit submit and you remember. That's it. There's no fee. There's That's the, that's the entire process. If someone wants to be more involved in that, we have campaigns you can volunteer for, um, and there's information about those on our website as well. And we also have local congregations throughout the U.S., Canada, and big chunks of Europe. Um, joining those is much more involved, and you have to actually like you know meet people and get interviewed and stuff like that. That's meet a whole, people. That's I, I think know. that's the thing is like these days people are scared to meet or make friends with anyone. Yep. In real life, including me. <laughs> not me <laughs> but you know it's something i've encountered you know or maybe they're just scared to meet me but i think it's something i've read about that people don't have as many real life friends anymore this is true because of the internet i was just talking to a smart guy the other day about that thank you for everything you do i mean the after school satan club it that's that's something that's like a lot in the news right now right sure yeah. is Yep. Uh, you know, that, that campaign is kicking ass. I'm so proud of them. And you were, you were a big part in starting that. So it's going, it's being launched at an elementary school in Colorado and around the country and other places. What, what happens at an after school Satan club? Let's clear up the misconceptions. Kids get to be kids for an hour. Um, yeah, just activities, fun things. Um, you know, kids don't have to be indoctrinated or scared of, you know, um, <laughs> uh, they they just get to be kids. They get to hang out. And, uh, you know, there's, there's learning activities. I think one of them uh, recently uh, talked about how they uh, learned how they, the kids learned about uh, DNA molecules by building them out of marshmallows and sticks and stuff like that. So, wow. you know, yeah, so that, Fun stuff, you know, fun. So science, good stuff, kid stuff. So instead of being like scared for an hour about how the Lord thy God drowned everybody back in the day and don't fucks with him now, it's more like have a good time. Yeah. Or, you know, like watch uh, one of the one of the other clubs. They watched Fern Gully and, you know, they and. Oh, wow. What a concept. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I could learn a few things in the branding department. So you're celebrating 10 years. Did you know the God Pod? This is actually coming out on the our fourth anniversary. Cool. Congratulations. Wow. Hey, thanks. We Just did it. Looking, looking for a little. We're still four years. Yeah, another another six years and we could be in a religion. There you go. Yep. <laughs> 
You pray really so, hard. Yep. Yeah. Earlier, earlier you'd asked about how can people help and support, and uh, I wanted to quickly kind of can I come back to that really quick? Yeah, of course. So you know, obviously, if you want to support us specifically, great. You know, if you want to join, great. You want to give us money, we'll take it, no problem. But you know, more broadly than that, um, the the main thing that we need is for people to actually go out and do stuff to actually go out and take risks and get involved, run for school boards, you know, run for office, volunteer for actually hands-on stuff because so much of what's going on right now is people at, stuck at home using keyboard activism, which has a, has a use, but then not going any further with it. And that's the problem is the people who are trying to oppress us, they're doing all the stuff. They're going to meetings. They're getting elected. They're they're taking over school boards. They're taking over library boards. And there's no antidote to that except doing the same thing yourself. So if anyone's listening, like, well, what do I do to push back on theocracy? I mean, yeah, you can you can certainly support us, and we'll do everything we can. But like Shalee said, we can't do anything alone. This has to be a group effort across yeah, society. You, you need heroes. And and then right. the heroes is just anybody who gets up and actually puts themselves in and risk and does the work. Yeah, it's it's not any one person, it's not any personality, it's not, you know, it, you know, like TST, like TST is not just Lucian Greaves, you know, uh, when it comes to relying on, you know, certain individuals to do all the work and, and rallying behind them, um, that just doesn't cut it anymore. Uh, it, it just can't, especially- It is, I, I, you have to grant though, it is like fucking terrifying. It is. Like you, like you said, someone showed up at your house with a nine millimeter. Well, it, it further motivated me, but that's how I decided to interpret that situation. Right. I I looked death in the eye and I said, well, I must be doing something right. Mm. Wow. Snaps. <laughs> um, that's how I decided to do it. And I figured, well, I'm I, my, my, my name's already out there. Like the worst thing, the, 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 this, the second to last worst thing already happened. So why stop now? Um, and I know that that comes from a very privileged situation, you know, like me being, you know, me being a white woman, um, it, it, there comes, you know, a certain privilege with that. I don't have children. Um, any consequences of my actions aren't going to affect other people. So I can do all these things because, you know, the consequences of those actions only apply to me and they will not cause harm to other people. Um, especially since, uh, you know, people decide to take it upon themselves to use deadly force to um, make their opinions of my actions known. But I'm a woman in this in, in this world. Like, I'm already used to that. Like, if I'm not being subjected to those levels of threats of violence because I'm a Satanist, I'm being subjected to threats of violence and even being, uh, you know, in sexual force because of who I am. So I'm already used to that. So I'm just utilizing that as a, as a, a driving force to continue doing it. Because again, I'm not doing anything wrong. And, you know, for the first time in my, in my life, I'm able to, you know, utilize my skills and basically the drive that I have as a force of good. And I'm being uh, compelled by my deeply held beliefs. And, uh, and I'm also not forcing those beliefs on other people. I am just trying to protect my ability to be a person and to, you know, live my life. So, um, but, you know, I, I think that um, if, if people have the same privilege and ability to do the, you know, do these things that they should do that because nobody else is going to do it for them. You are a hero. I mean, 
oh no, I'm such a bullshit person, but you know, oh, I, I, just, but I, do they, I, I just, that is the tenet of my church being a bullshit person. So <laughs> I, I just mean it. like it takes courage. It takes courage to stand up against the, these forces of the dark ages that are reaching into the present using exerting violence and bigotry to control populations and it takes courage to fight back against it's thousands of years of indoctrination yeah yep, you definitely have quite the lead time but we're catching up well we did it we did you it guys you guys survived my hard-hitting interview <laughs> nice <laughs> i had some i had some silly questions from the patrons and our listeners but they were like silly like if i go to hell do i get to put hands on ronald reagan that's more of a question for you satan <laughs> and the answer is no <laughs> get in line yeah. get in line it's get too long man there's a millennia of waiting there's a big line i feel like this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship I think me and Satan were down for the cause, right, Satan? Oh, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Anything that even says Satan in it, I'm in. I'm, of course. Of my course. ego same, loves it. I'm the same way, really. <laughs> so come back anytime uh, to talk about the temple of Satan. The satanic temple, damn it. One of these times we're going to say it correctly. Yeah. Why am I so fucking stupid? We've heard every version you can imagine. Yeah, why is why is everyone so fucking stupid? The Satanic Temple. They're doing great work out there, folks. And uh and they're clearing up misconceptions and they're challenging, you know what? You know what? Don't judge a book by its cover. Isn't that like the essence of all this? These are good folks. And they care about good things and they're fighting back against the forces of bigotry and oppression. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Keep it going. It's time for Blessings and Smites. This is the part of the show where we bless the things from the show we loved and we smite the things we hated. I am going to go first because that's how you get all the good ones. And I'm going to bless Dex and Chalice for joining us today and for all of their hard work. Uh, and we're enjoying seeing the results, the fruits of their labors, it's, it gives people hope. It gives people hope in a time where of hopelessness. And sometimes that's enough. You're doing a great job, and uh, it's enough. And if you listen to this and you want to join their cause, by all means, do so. They need the help. And I would like to smite all of those judges and courts that are completely fucking full of shit. Like, be a judge. Care about rules and precedents that you profess to care about and stop being fucking hypocrites, okay? Fuck you. Fuck you, judges that are hypocrites. You know what? Double fuck you. Especially, that's for Samuel Alito. Nice. Okay. Um, nice. I'm done. I'm done. You, one of you guys can go if you want. Oh, we get to bless and smite people too. Yeah, hell yeah! It's like the one feature that we have. <laughs> oh well, well, well. Then obviously, bless you two for bringing us on. It's it's always great to uh, be able to actually like speak for ourselves because ninety percent of the time, what we're what we're hearing is third parties misinterpreting us. You know, on the news and stuff. Do you have a podcast? We don't have an official podcast. We have. Uh, well, we do have one for religious services. 
Oh, we do have religious services podcast. That's right. Yeah. So um, our ministers of Satan, uh, every Tuesday and Saturday, they hold online religious services. And so there's a video archive of all of those and you can join for free to watch them live at the time. Uh, but we recently d- decided to start uh, um, converting the, uh, the, the the video to audio and have the audio as a podcast. So as of right now, um, you know, what's available has started from like January of this year, but we have a whole back archive that we'll eventually get on for the podcast. But yeah, so that... Um, that's the only official podcast like TST has right now. The, okay. uh, the, the, the closest other one, I think, is uh, one of the members of our ordination council, Stephen Bradford Long, has the Sacred Tension podcast. And while it's not an official TST podcast, he often has uh, guest speakers who are involved with TST, like from our leadership or whatnot. That's a good way to spread your word and speak for yourselves. And, you know, if you ever want God or Satan as guests on your podcast or if you want Satan to show up at SatanCon, I'm sure he's available, right, Satan? Hell yeah. I'd be more than happy to have you. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the one to talk to. And God, too. You're always welcome as well. Uh, I'm sure I would be funny if I got a bunch of booze. Sorry, Dex, I interrupted your blessings and smites. I was just so excited. Oh, that's okay. I didn't have any really good smites that hadn't already been taken. <laughs> it's hard, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, the, that that fucker that tried to burn down our headquarters. That, there's my smite. There you oh, go. Yeah. Blessing, uh, blessings. Who who am I blessing? Uh, I mean, aside from from Satan and, and God, of course, for allowing us to uh, you know come on and have some fun for an hour. I've got a blessing for the um, the, uh, the the group of people that approved the indictment of Donald Trump. Yeah. Whether or not it goes anywhere, that's that's an entirely other thing. But you know what? Progress. Um, but yeah, smite. Um, yeah, that that orange Cheeto motherfucker. Uh, there's a good smite. Uh, how about smite for anybody in in any position of authority and uh, power that is currently using and abusing those rights to subjugate uh, our trans kids? Uh, are, uh, you know, the, the Satanists, the, the atheists, um, you know, all, yeah, the drag queens, like, all of it. Smite those motherfuckers. BIPOC folk. Amen. And the Jesus that I know from the Bible, he'd be hanging out with all the cool people. They wouldn't yeah. be judging. Really, really, you might enjoy this. So when one of the more recent religious service nights we had, um, they asked for, un, it was about uh, unexpected satanic icons. And I actually used Jesus as an example. Exactly. <laughs> I can't wait to tell him that. He's on the other show. On the other show, we have um, me, Jesus, uh, Holy Spirit, and Santa. Don't ask me why. He just he came around Christmas, and he will not leave. It's like he has nothing to do all year. But, uh, yeah, and then we got, we got Satan rotating on here. Uh, those were some good blessings and smites. Oh, Satan, did you go? Uh, thank you. I want to smite God for not giving me a chance to give my blessing. <laughs> Lame. Bless up the the uh, satanic temple. Hell yeah. Keep on doing you. Also, big bless up to Shalice's cat. A cool cat. I saw it a couple times. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't make more of an appearance. He's uh, he's always uh, wanting to show his face and assholes. So uh, yeah, what's his name? A classic, what's his a name? classic Satanist right there. Uh, his name is Sebastian, and he's an honorary member of TST and honorary Whoa. leader of TST because he's been on every single meeting and everybody in this organization is very intimately aware of his person. Yeah, Satanic Room Raider. I'm giving you <clears throat> 10 out of 10. 
Uh, Dex, I'm going to have to give uh, six. That's very generous. You did. <laughs> yeah. You'd probably give me a 13 out of 10 if you saw the naked stuff over here. So oh, wow. it off one corner. Yeah. Oh, Shalise, turn your camera off very quickly, just, just for like a second. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is, this is Sebastian the cat. Hey. <laughs> there you go. Look at that, Look at that face. Yeah. I feel like that's a nice slogan for Satanism. Show your face and your ass. Yeah, yeah, and he's got an ass face, so he just covers all of it in one go. <laughs> and now I'm taking it over because we've got Satan's new commandment, apparently. Uh, thanks for listening, humans. <laughs> Find the God Pod wherever you get your podcast. The God Pod. Have it Satan way. Uh, and here is my new commandment. <laughs> Thou shalt respect and honor the right of every individual to choose their own beliefs or lack thereof without coercion or discrimination and ensure that all religious and non-religious individuals have equal rights and protections under the law. I made this up on the top of my head, just right there. The Dark Lord has spoken. <laughs> Satan.